0: Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast, except for this week, where we are still a Heart, the City Beneath podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is
1: Samson Davis. Hi, I'd like to take this opportunity to tell you about our dice affiliate code with Die Hard Dice. If you use it before December 20th, you get 50% off your order. Yeah, and if you use it after December
0: 20th, you'll still get 10% off. The code is Explore, exclamation mark. Stace Babcock.
2: How am I supposed to follow that?
0: (laughs) That's really going to fuck up my podcast chapters.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, editing, Dan. I'll only do it this once just to
0: do it.
3: Do it twice to make him just on his toes.
0: Oh,
1: Stace, you didn't really have anything.
2: No, I had something for sure. (laughs) I definitely did. I was like, you know, if I don't talk about my Heelys, then I'm going to talk about this.
1: How the fuck have you not talked about your Heelys?
2: Because the time didn't seem right. It's always the right time. Anyway, listeners, I picked up a pair of Heelys at Marshalls today and I immediately put them on and I was arrogant. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're hubris. <laughs>
2: I thought that, you know, my brief time with Heelys in the early 2000s was going to carry on. I don't know why I thought that over the next 21 years. Um, It's not true if anyone's wondering. And I, but I
3: did sort of start to Healy with a shopping cart as like a brace. So
0: And Alex Finn.
3: I mean, today I was working on my pull-ups and I literally shouted out pelvic thrust to the sky in the gym. (laughs) That is my life. Weird that you do it in the gym and not in the open skies like the rest of us. (laughs)
1: I'm just happy that sounds like you have a good hinge. Nice. And the hinge is important for form.
3: But apparently you're supposed to be like shaped like a banana when you're doing the pull-ups. Kipping?
0: What?
1: Huh?
3: You said while doing pull-ups? Yeah.
0: As long as it's not CrossFit, who cares? (laughs) So, who remembers what happened last time? (laughs) I am going to pick on Stace.
2: Oh, fuck me. So, the crew is down in the spire at... Grin Station in Tier 2, or down in the heart. This is a different game we're playing this week. And they have made a contract to deliver a box to a witch in the briar and not look inside the box. Promises were clearly exchanged as to whether or not the party should look inside the box. And the answer is no. The party, being the rational swords, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Argues over whether or not to look inside the box and then heads off, uh, starts venturing through the spire, encounters a strange stinky dead end, which turned out it was stinky because it needed a tooth pulled. So the party pulled the tooth, crawled through the gaping hole left behind, and emerged on the other side. At that point, was that the point where we saw the hut, right? Yeah. 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 We saw a hut. We saw a recent abandoned campfire. Inside the hut was a dead body, some very nice knives. And then while the party was in the hut, a group of four Strangers start to approach, turns out they are signal box cultists, and the party makes the decision to run. They run for a while, we rest, and then the next day, our, oh, we rest so well that the signal box cultists pass us in the night, or whatever the heart has, and the next morning, the crew heads out further, comes across a dead cultist. And the monster that killed the cultist. Dispatch the monster swiftly with the classic bees to the face, hammer to the face, blunderbuss to the face, trifecta, Mm -hmm. and then emerges out of the danger zone into an area that has smelled grass for the first time in forever. There were trees. Wait, we got a pet. We got a... Oh, how could I forget that? (laughs) So each, each character has fallout right now, which means during one of our escapades at some point, we took enough stress and Daniel rolled under our stress and we got fallout. So right now, Cal is hungry and she doesn't know what for and apparently cannot remove stress until that is resolved. And then Papa Slack's
1: Papa Slacks is feeling a pull towards the the briar and the hut that Papa Slacks is kind of assuming that the witch is in, but the other characters don't really know that yet. So he is somewhat distracted unless we're doing the thing we're meant to be doing.
2: Yeah. And then in a way that's not concerning at all, January's fallout is a small version of the monster that killed the cultists that emerged from the monster and does eat faces to some extent. And has been adopted by as a pet by the party. So that'll turn out well. And then the party merges into the wooded, grassy area with the skeletons and the lady in a ball gown that are drinking near a campfire with three more dead cultists, or the rest of the dead cultists, on the ground next to them. And they say, come on in, the water's fine. Nothing weird going on here.
0: hmm yeah, so those skeletons motion towards the fire and welcome you over. Is
3: this an inscription reference? Where if we join them by the fire, we'll get stronger as long as they don't eat us?
0: <laughs> oh, hello. Come, come, have a seat. Uh,
1: did, should we, uh, we've been walking for a while. Why not pop a squat? Take a break.
2: I can think of several reasons where we may not want to pop a squat, pop a slacks. <laughs> but yeah, why not?
0: All right.
1: Thank you. We'd
0: love to join you. Excellent. Excellent. Have a seat. You can call me, Sir Gareth. My friend here, and he motions the other skeleton in armor, is Sir Jarval. And of course, this is Lady Arbalist. He motions to the skeleton and the ball gown. Hello, I am Papa Socks Cuddlebutts. He's my colleague.
3: Oh, I'm Cal. I'm January, and this is my new son. I'm going to call him Scuttlebutt.
0: All right, be careful with that. Those ones are dangerous. I hear
3: we did probably just murder its parents, so we'll find out.
0: They all three burst in the laughter at that. Like, and they're clearly sort of unbalanced in their seat. And the other armored figure, he takes another glass and pours this like thick syrupy stuff down his open throat. What brings you three down to the uh,
1: so deep into the heart?
0: Oh well, we're sap hunting. There's nothing like this stuff. Of course, the king controls most of it, so we're off to try to find our own supply. Are these words words that us three would know what the hell they're talking about?
1: No. Who rules in the spire? Is it a king? Or is it a, like... Council. It's a council.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. King? I haven't heard king in a while. What is this king uh, King of? Oh, he's king of Cairnmoth. So he's in a ways, and they kind of, like, look a little kind of confused, like... I think in that direction, way past the briar. Uh, still on tier three? Um, I don't know what tiers are, so I'll just assume that that's correct.
2: Is it deeper into the heart than the briar?
0: Much deeper? No, 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 it's about where we are here.
2: Oh, are we on tier three? Did you see a sign, Popslax?
1: Uh, not since uh, the first one that was covered in lichen.
3: Do we have a map? Did we come down here without a map again?
1: Oh, January, maps don't last down here. Now with all this terrain and whatnot changing every time somebody thinks about something. It's very
0: true, says one of the armored guards. And then the skeleton in the ball gown begins to laugh, like as if that's a joke, but it's clearly not a joke. She's just laughing.
2: All right. Well, thank you for your hospitality. You said the, the which way is the briar?
0: Oh, you're here in the briar.
2: Oh, this is the briar.
0: We're here on the outskirts. Oh. Yeah, that's why we came here. Figured if there was any other place to find more sap, it would be here.
2: Does the sap look appetizing?
3: Daniel? will you tell me if something looks appetizing? <laughs>
0: I'll tell you if something looks appetizing.
3: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I think that January's is, like, furiously thinking about signage. Like, trying to get, like, mm-hmm. hey, can we get one of those, you know, like, mall kiosk maps?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't see anything like that.
1: Damn. Oh, so we are in the briar. Uh do you oh it's um
0: you guys have experience with the uh, witch huts? Come across those often? No, no. I mean in fact we we try to stay on the edge. I mean we don't want to mess with the witches of the forest. They're a scary sort. They give us the willies. Very creepy. One of them kind of grins at you with like a sap stained smile. No, we're just uh getting ready. are we're, we're gonna go collect some sap we think from that tree just in the next clearing of course we work ourselves up to be ready for battle because of those damnable what did you call them again lady arbalist and the skeleton speaks again with sort of a feminine voice and says the sad trees you wouldn't have to be talking about weeping willows would you no 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 don't be silly these weren't like that at all they're just sad trees presumably hungry too
1: uh perhaps i missed it could you say
0: again which trees you get the sap from trees that eat well we're trying to find a new source we just think that this tree over in the next clearing it's big one can't miss it we think that it looks kind of like the tree that the king has for his sap supply so we figured we'd drill into that and see what we find
2: Do you mind me asking, and I don't mean to be nosy, but what exactly does the sap do for you? Why do you want it so bad? You seem to lack organs with which to digest it or taste it. Or use it.
0: There's nothing like it. It's the, you know, in our state, it's the only sort of potent spirit that meets our needs. Uh, Papa Sex kind of chuckles
1: as if they made a joke because they're skeletons.
2: (laughs) Is the king also a skeleton? Do you come from a society of skeletons?
0: Yeah, he's, he's mostly a skeleton now, aren't, wouldn't you say so? And the other, like, essentially knight skeleton turns to the first one and says, Yeah, mostly skeleton now.
2: All right, so also, like, partial rotting
0: flesh or, or the like? At least when we left. Do
2: you mind if we
0: search these bodies? Oh, go right ahead. We didn't see anything we wanted on them. Little bastards tried to steal our sap. Why would they? I don't know. Possibly because it's the best thing in the world.
2: I mean, that's true. I I just meant it doesn't seem like it would help them with their proclaimed mission. But, uh, January?
0: You know about their mission? Are they friends of yours?
2: No, they're not friends of ours. They are uh, cultists who think that the communication equipment hereabouts is uh, holy in some way and they're always generally trying to create signal boxes and I do believe they wanted to scavenge me for parts earlier and so I would say no we are not friends.
0: Hmm. All right. All right.
2: Seems like they got some good junk though.
0: Sure. Give it a try. These ones are not as well outfitted. You'll find one more 1D4 technology item.
2: Dang. Ooh. What is it this time?
0: It looks like like what we would think of a Duracell battery if it had a bunch of nobules all over it, like a weird dog chew toy.
2: Papa slash January, what do you think about traveling with these folks over to the tree or heading deeper on our own?
1: Well, It doesn't sound like we're going quite in the same direction. Seems that we want to be going quite a bit deeper.
2: But they could be shields. Uh... I find that mildly insulting, Jan Waring, considering
3: I am your shield. Yeah, but, like, they could hook up your shield so you can take double damage. What? I mean, they're not meaty, so they can only take a little. Send them in the room first, see what happens, and the shield goes. Yeah! After the shield, the scuttlebutt goes. Yeah!
0: Lady Arbalist says, you guys are hilarious. We are quite the funny bunch. They
3: are. I,
0: I don't think...
1: I don't think these three would want to go in the direction we are going if they want to just stick to the edges. Although, if we're going deeper into the briar, I imagine there are some
0: juicy trees down there. I would suspect, having never been here myself... Probably, probably. But, you know, why not try the one we know where it is? Tell you what, you help us with that. Maybe we can try to help you get where you're going.
2: I'm just saying, you know, in agreement with Pop Slacks here, that if you know about this tree and you are new here, probably lots of people know about this tree. And so maybe we want to go further in the in the woods for trees that are maybe untapped. Previously, hmm.
0: Awful long way to walk. Well, be a much easier journey. truck on sap. Hmm. So, is somebody trying to compel these guys to do something here? This would definitely be compel plus occult.
3: Could I help with my occult?
0: Mm-hmm. Do you have the occult
1: domain? So, I guess...
3: I ain't got shit.
1: All right. So, I guess, can I roll with January helping? You can roll with mastery, yeah. Oh, with mastery? Or, what does that mean? It's just another Okay.
0: Block. So, you'd be up to three since you don't have compel, then. Right seven okay so you will succeed but take some stress so they say well i suppose i mean we could that might make sense but that's rough man i have to make sure that you're ready to go tell you what and one of them brings one of their cups over and before you can stop them pours a little bit of this sap in your mouth and the bees inside of you start buzzing. And I need you to roll a d6. Oh, boy. Two. Okay. So that is going to be two mind stress. <gasps> yes. I'm good at mind stress.
3: If somebody
2: mm-hmm.
1: is. Where's the film?
2: Hey, Papa Slacks, spit it out. <laughs> and No,
1: it's delicious. Don't want to be rude. <laughs>
2: I'm using get behind me, and it's once per situation. You can bellow an order and remove d4 blood or mind stress from a nearby ally. Hell yeah.
0: Oh, but he still takes it first, right?
1: Yes. Also, let me check something because deep
0: apiarists have a thing with mind stress. At the end of a situation, you can automatically clear mind stress because the hive takes it in. Yes. Oh. Also, I
1: can never benefit from mind protection or remove stress from mind aside from.
0: Using the ability to clear it. Okay. So you're taking only two? I am taking two, mind. And I rolled over that. So there's no fallout. Thank you. You are feeling a little lightheaded. The sap does make it a little difficult to swallow, but you're able to deal with it. You know, normally I st- just stick to nectar, but this sap has got quite the kick. Good, good God. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. We'll we'll come with you. We'll, we'll check it out. All right. Which way to the witches? Is- well, I, I don't know. We're just gonna go deeper, right? All right. And Papa Slacks kind of eyes
1: like January and Cal like, do you know where you're going? Do you know which way?
2: Cal like raises, like, lifts up her hands and looks at Papa Slacks. Like, I thought you knew where you were going because you were so adamant about not going to that tree. So I thought you knew.
1: Wait, I, I have a vibe, but it's not like sure direction. Let's just
0: go deeper.
2: Never bad strategy, honestly. <laughs>
0: So you go deeper in this wood and you come across like a stream rolling through it. Up ahead, skeletons are kind of walking you in this direction and you guys are following the path of the stream for a while. You occasionally see what you think might be strange animals in the distance. Some of them, as they are kind of bounding along the stream, you will see like what appears to be a large flower suddenly reach out grab them and as they're screaming it seems to encase them in a closed blossom and you can hear this creature's dying screams as you pass by. Ah, uh, Gross. Your little, little companion Scuttlebot definitely keeps their distance from it and kind of huddles up close. You've maybe been traveling for another day deep into the briar when one of the skeletons points at a tree like that looks promising. Uh, how can you tell? It just looks like the king's tree. Come on, let's give it a try. Chow, go ahead. Use that hammer of yours. Let's dig in.
2: I was not anticipating tapping a tree. What I will say is that a hammer is probably not the best tool for this job. I could probably put something together for you.
0: All right. What, what do you think?
2: Well, honestly, why don't we just try tapping it first? Like, I, I, Does your king hit his tree with a hammer?
0: Well, no, he's got, like, these spigots and drills, but we figured we'd check in, see if you had anything better. We've got some swords. We could hack at it a bit.
2: You you didn't bring any spigots or drills?
0: Well, no. I mean, we couldn't get enough servants to come with us.
2: All right, let me see. And um, essentially, I would like Cal to try and cobble something together that might work from her stuff.
1: Okay.
2: Ooh, or from January
0: stuff. Yeah. January probably has more junk.
3: Probably, yeah.
0: So I would say that you can put together something like this. Hmm. I'm trying to think about what would be best for a role here.
2: I'm hoping one half of it is technology.
0: One half is technology. Let's call it discern.
2: Okay. I don't have discern.
3: But I do. Can I help?
0: Sure. So then she's got yeah. 3D10.
2: One of them is A10.
0: Wow. Okay. So yeah. You don't take any stress, you manage to drill through and some sap starts coming out. And these skeletons are so excited. They are there, they've got like a container that they're filling up with it, but it is sap, so it's coming slowly. But they're excitedly talking to each other and drinking more of the sap that they have in their reserves while they wait for this container to fill, which seems like it's going to take a very long time.
2: All right, well, I think we'll leave you folks to this. Uh, you can go ahead and take this drill.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Quite quite good. Like I said, watch out for those sad trees.
2: Why? Can you be a little bit more specific?
0: Well, though are the sad trees. They kind of move around, and they seem to be grabbing things and, you know, spiking them on themselves.
3: That seems like something to watch out for.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and watch out for the... um the butchers, too. They like to hang around the wooded areas. The butcher? Just a bunch of guys in, like, rubber suits? Stained in blood? Giant cleavers? Like, just... Assless chaps? Oh, no, they're not guys anymore. They search for meat. Uh. Any meat will do, I understand.
2: So it sounds like they may have a fine selection of meats.
0: Maybe. So if I were you, I would just be careful. Yeah. Hey, by the way, how fast do those trees move? <laughs> um... Faster than you think a tree should. Uh, you're, that's that's very vague. Well, I don't know what else to tell you. Can
1: they sneak up on us? Like, are they that speedy? Are they that mobile?
2: Or are they that immobile?
0: Ooh. Well, I guess that's an interesting question. And it's at that point. <laughs> that Papa Slacks, you feel a strange, hard hand grabbing you by the shoulder and beginning to pull you backwards. Excuse me, What? <clears throat> It's, and you can see that there is in fact this thing that looks like a tree reaching out and it has a couple dead bodies on it and it's one of its other branches is reaching under and scratching at those bodies tearing them like it's scratching an itch. Gross. Hey, is this tree blooded? Technically, yes. Dope. I touch it
1: and I do my annihilation thing on it.
0: <laughs> okay, cool. So I think that's kill plus a cult in this case kill plus a cult i got a cult i rolled a five five that is failure so the buzzing attempts to have an effect but for whatever reason maybe it's because the bees like are still excited about that sap but your droning doesn't seem to have an effect roll d6 for me Uh two okay two blood stress i'm protected by two so nothing nice So as they're, like, grabbing you to, like, they try to jam you onto one of these, like, little branches, like, impale you on them, and they do, but it goes straight through just some of the waxy hive in your abdomen. Is Papa Slacks stuck on this, or...? Papa Slacks could probably get off if they wanted to, but they've definitely been moved. Okay.
1: (laughs) Not the suit! Come on!
2: This is all I have left! What the hell? Hang out, buddy. No, she wouldn't I don't know, that that's all weird. Hang on, hopslex. <laughs> and Cal pulls out her pneumatic hammer. Mm-hmm. Is all of the tree in in the clearing? It's not the tree we we tapped, right?
0: Nope, it's a different one.
2: Okay.
3: Alright.
0: And you now notice that there are two of them. The other one is just advancing. But the one that you are attacking, so give me a guiltless wild
2: many? Eight. eight? Nope, ten. I gotta stop reading zero. Yeah.
0: Six <laughs> okay, so you get additional. <gasps> you get to do. Additional I, I can do my
2: thing. Wait, what do I get additional? Oh, right, and now I roll two D eights. Two D eights. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you take the highest, or do you like add them? Up? You just take the highest.
2: Eight. Oh, that's max damage. When I hit with max damage.
3: Oh, that's bad for me. I marked D6 stress to (laughs) fortune.
2: Oh, Oh, my fortune. Oh, Oh, no. All right, so I take three Mm stress to fortune, but I do uh, eight damage, right? Plus whatever I get for the crit.
0: Mm -hmm. Roll me a D10. If it's higher than what you got, then... Seven? Okay, you already had more than that. Okay, so you hit this thing and there is like a groaning sound from the wood and it swings another branch at you. What would you like to try to do?
2: I would like to mark my three stress to
0: fortune. Okay, you already did that. You're okay for fallout because I rolled an eight.
2: And then I would like Cal to endure.
0: Okay, just basically hold off the battle, hold off the pain.
2: The uh, endure skill resists the effects of the heart on your body and mind. Okay. It's vague, so I mean if you...
0: Okay, so you are Enduring, so it'd be Endure plus Wild.
2: So if I have a skill that's two, okay. That's how I do it. Seven.
0: Okay. So that is success, but you take Stress. So you definitely don't take damage to your body, but they do hit a piece of your armor, and a part of it cracks. <gasps> so, roll D6. Or supplies? Mm-hmm.
2: Two. I have no supplies resistances. Okay,
0: okay so you take two to supplies, and we'll roll for fallout. Nope. I got a seven. So, oh. just a bit of your armor is cracked. This other tree is approaching. Again, faster than you would like a tree to. Does January want to do anything?
3: I mean, what they... Would they have, for say, lungs?
0: Mm, these are trees, so probably not.
3: And probably water would make them more powerful.
0: <laughs> your one weakness.
3: Damn, trees. Oh, God, I feel like I should have something. One good thing
2: I think about resistance or apocalypse like systems is that you can narratively use the narrative. You can think outside your skills, domains, and abilities and weapons.
3: I mean, could we use like have an idea i would like to use three of the 20 sketches of the man i think i'm destined to meet down here all done by different artists <laughs> to start a fire on these trees
0: mm-hmm. so we got some oh.
3: little kinlin action and now i only have 17 pictures of the man i think i'm destined to meet
0: yeah so give me um kill plus wild And I'll give you an extra die, because you're consuming resources. Heck
3: yeah! So, that'd be two? Because I don't have kill or wild?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep.
3: Okay, the highest one is a nine.
0: Okay, so you set some flames upon them, and they are very unhappy about the fact that you're doing that. So go ahead and roll me D4.
3: D4. This one, I can read better. I got a two
0: okay so this one is very unhappy it's taking some fire stress the other tree is approaching and is going to attempt to attack january damn january what would you like to do to try to avoid this
3: And she withdraw into her overstuffed coat like a turtle
0: <laughs> try to do that
3: i was told to get narrative we are narrating
0: what? okay endure plus wild
3: got a seven
0: okay so you manage, you get hit with it, and it doesn't necessarily do any physical damage to you. But you do feel this otherworldly effect. So go ahead and roll D6 for me. Is a six? D XP point.
2: Nailed oh. it.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay, six. So that's to echo. So you have echo resistance. So that's... So, what does that bring your total echo stress up to?
3: Well, I already had three, so that's nine. Ooh. Do I just like implode? Okay.
0: I'm gonna go ahead and. <laughs> okay, so that is a 10, which means you don't take fall. <laughs> just barely. <on laughs>
3: listeners i was literally pointing at my webcam at where like on my screen daniel is just saying oh
0: (laughs) yeah 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 you've got a bunch of echo stress but
3: so stressed
0: no fallout yet so pop slacks we haven't heard from you in a while no you haven't uh i got
1: a question about one of these tags debilitating what does that mean
2: once per situation, when you inflict stress with this item to one or more targets, the next attack made against them is rolled with Mastery.
1: Ooh. Okay. So then question, Dan, about one of my abilities, Intrusion. Does that count as an attack? I think so, yeah. Okay. And then second, I think Papa Slacks would know this, do these trees count as a wild animal? They wouldn't, in this case. Damn. Okay. All right. Um, I think anyway, um... Papa Slack is going to pull out what looks like a kind of weirdly rough cigar. This is how I'm flavoring the smoker item. It is a kind of Mm -hmm. rolled sheaf of like herbs and stuff that are very calming, very soothing. Mm -hmm. I would say somewhere between weed and tobacco, Mm -hmm. like kind of in that middle area. And he is going to light it and then shove it into like a uh, little tree hole nearby. Mm Mm-hmm. And start, hopefully, debilitating the tree that he is skewered on. Okay. The way the smoker works,
0: just give me a D4 roll.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, one. Okay. These tree creatures are going to take a stress and become debilitated. Excellent. The one that you are currently hanging on is going to attack Cal. Hell yeah. Unless Cal wants to try to attack first. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's an option. Yeah. Like, why not? Naturally. Mm-hmm.
2: The same one that she has been attacking, and I want to say she is following up to, on areas of the bark that is either on fire or has been
0: recently burned. Okay. So this is kill plus wild again.
2: i big money. Eight.
0: Okay. So that is success with no stress. Oh. So go ahead and roll me your weapon stress, which is a D8, I believe.
2: Eight. Oh, Jesus. So. Which is.
0: You don't even need to keep rolling. What does it look like when you break this tree apart?
2: Oh, man. I want to say that, like, the flames managed to find, like, almost like a a dryness or a rot within the tree, like a a previously unexposed weakness. And so the application of the pneumatic hammer Mm -hmm. in that spot, just like chopping down a tree, just snaps this tree in half. At that point, and it topples over in a narratively convenient place, wherever, wherever it falls, Daniel. Okay, but I take one fortune's trust, by the way. Or,
0: okay, cool. What does that bring you fortune's trust to? More. Ooh, we get a fallout.
2: We get a fallout. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Your pneumatic hammer breaks.
2: What? The actual fuck? Okay.
0: And you will not be able to use it again until you take time or resources to repair it.
2: It spins off.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this other one is going to attack at January.
3: Um... um, No?
0: (laughs) (laughs) What would you like to do? Dodge it. Okay, so that would be endure plus Wild.
3: Okay, so one dies?
0: Oh, no, Evade plus Wild. You could do Evade.
3: I don't have either of those. My one die. Okay. I got an eight.
0: Okay, so you will succeed without... Oh, thank you, Jesus. ...dodge its attack completely. Ah. Who wants to go next? By the way, I should mention that Scuttlebutt is attacking the tree that attacked Oh, you. good.
3: Oh. Good boy, Scuttlebutt. It's not
0: super effective at it.
3: Can I upgrade Scuttlebutt for my turn by giving him the painted dog skull as like a bludgeoning device? Oh, maybe. I want to try doing that.
0: If you want to do that, you can.
3: Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to teach the dog to bludgeon so he can bludgeon for life. That's how that saying goes, right?
0: The skull, I believe, is an occult item, right? Yes. So give give me something like... It's definitely going to have a cult in the mix. Just give me kill and a cult to see how effective you are at, like, upgrading Scuttlebutt in this moment.
3: Okay. That's two because I have a cult domain. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I got a ten, bitches. Scuttlebutt's got a helmet.
0: Okay. So, in this case, you've upgraded Scuttlebutt, so this is going to be a D8 for me, please.
3: D8. I got a three.
0: Okay, so Scuttlebutt <sighs> takes a chunk out of this tree. Oh.
3: Oh, nice.
0: But it's still there.
3: Damn, I love you, Scuttlebutt.
1: <laughs> Having fall, fallen with the felled tree, Papa Slacks mm-hmm. picks himself up. Still, I think, has a branch through his abdomen, but he's not going to bother with that now. So going to pick himself up, dust himself off, pull the kind of sh- cigar sheaf thing from tree, Mm -hmm. Take a puff and then send his bees towards the still standing tree. Okay. I would say
0: that's kill plus wild, unless there's something special about your bees that lets you make it a cult.
3: They live inside him?
0: (laughs) Just the general vibe, but
1: that's not a problem. Mm -hmm. I got wild anyway, so two dice for me, seven. Nice.
0: Okay. So you're definitely going to hit it. So give me how much damage do your bees do? If they are hearts blooded, it is a D8. D-8, so give me a D-8. (gasps) a 7. Nice. Okay, so what does it look like when your bees eliminate this tree? Oh, how do bees deal with trees?
3: Honey explosion?
0: No, that's in the...
1: (laughs) That's Papa Slacks' special move for the special rope. (laughs) Papa Slacks' bees, since he's a deep apiarist, they have, like, little glyphs along their abdomen, so they, like... First from his face, they swarm around and inside the tree and you see little like red lights kind of like start sparking mm-hmm. and then the uh, tree just rips apart with this like red and gold light and it just kind of like explodes up into mulch and then the bees all return to him, still puffing his smoker cigar. Okay, cool. Well, roll me D6 because we got to figure out what stress you take. Cool stress. I got a six. It's super cool stress. Okay, so that's six to echo. Do you have any echo already? I had four echo, but I took fallout, so that means that
0: stress. That's reset. Okay, so I have six. Six. Good, roll. Got an eight, you lucky bastard. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, so you guys have destroyed these trees. The skeletons are, like, already drunk again (laughs) by this tree. But Lady Arbalest wanders over and says, You helped us. So we're going to help you. And she (laughs) reaches into a pouch and hands you a small compass. Oh. I don't know how useful this will be for you, but I think there's a shortcut back to the way you came from. This thing always points towards Terminus. And Cal, you would know that Terminus is this place where all train lines end.
2: Wow. Thank you. This is a real fine piece of technology. Do you mind if we hang about your fire for a moment? I need to repair my hammer.
0: This isn't really the best place for it. So technically, like, the way it works is, like, you need a haunt to do that. So you will need to get to a safe haven.
2: All right. My character has no weapons. Awkward.
0: Uh Uh-oh.
1: I have this hive tool, if you need it. And Papa Slacks hands you what I imagine is kind of a large... I don't know what they're actually called in real life. You know, that kind of honey beehive thing that, um, that's not like you use it to like get honey out of a honey jar. I assume what are those called?
2: You know, pop Slacks, I appreciate the offer. However, I seem to recall you picked up a real fine knife. Oh yeah.
1: Oh sure. knife. I think they're both D fours. I assume. Yeah.
2: Better than nothing. Thank you.
1: All right. You, you got a knife now?
2: Got a knife.
0: Yep. Yeah. I hear it can cut tin cans. That's cool. And slice a tomato right afterwards. (laughs) So I assume you guys continue on deeper. Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah. A cow will take out the compass as well.
1: Mm -hmm. After about 20 minutes, uh, Papa Slacks looks down. Oh, oh dear.
0: And embarrassingly like pulls out the branch from his abdomen. Mm -hmm. And I think it's at that point where there's that feeling of buzzing from the bees as your mind stresses refreshed as they send whatever incoming madness off to the hive for processing. So you guys travel for another few hours, and then you see a small clearing with three huts. So none of this lines up with his vision from last episode? Not perfectly, no. One of the huts looks like the one from your vision. Okay. sex will
1: point out, I got a good feeling about this one. This one... It's got to right the right vibe.
3: Mission vibe or orgy vibe?
1: <laughs> you know I don't go to the opera orgies when I'm on a job.
3: Mm, he brought the rope.
1: As much as I think about them, and the heart does not give them to me. And then he <laughs> just looks with contempt at
0: everything. In response to that, you see there's like a flicker, and you see this like weird, like small humanoid corvid go flying by, heading towards some sort of. What you assume it's bower carrying something small with it, you would recognize it as a male harpy going off to build their bower. Ah, uh, reminds me of the holidays. Anyway, this hut. So you knock on the door. Yep. Yes. Knock on the door, and it's answered. They look like they are possibly was were once a drow, but they have the telltale black veins of a blood witch, mm-hmm. and. They look at you all and say, Who are you? What brings you to my
1: place? Hello, are you? And then Papa Slack says the name of the blood witch that I remember you said Dan, but then I didn't write down be Cavilcoat. Cavilcoat? mm mm-hmm. Hi, are you Cavilcoat,
0: the blood witch? Is it cool if I say blood witch? I'm, I'm <laughs> not <never> quite sure. <laughs> that's that's the uh that's the name I go by and which is fine. Which, got it, which, don't forget, we have a present for you that we
1: need to see you open
0: so that we know you got it. All right. What what do you have and who is it from? Office lacks Elbows, Cal.
2: We have this box here, this pristine and unopened, well, not pristine, but definitely <laughs> unopened box <laughs> that was given to us by a monk in Grin Station. And we were told to bring it here to you. And then to bring whatever you gave us back, back.
0: Oh, oh, that arrangement. All right. All right. Well, hold on just a moment. Uh, could I have the box? You
2: certainly can. It is, uh, as far as I know, your possession. However, we were wondering, though, if it would be possible for us to see what is inside.
1: <coughs> <coughs> I'm sorry. I can smoke this somewhere else. I'm sorry. Pop sucks like steps away and like <laughs> finishes it off
2: before like... Put- <laughs> I don't know what that was. I think I just kind of choked on the air.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just give me the box. You can stay for the ceremony if you want.
2: We certainly would be honored guests, although we would prefer to remain spectators and not participants. I'm sure you understand, given the nature of rituals in the heart. And Cal will hand over the box.
0: Quite all right. Quite all right. Mm. You guys look a little rough. Do you need assistance?
2: You know, I am extraordinarily hungry for something that I cannot quite put my finger on. Also, I broke my hammer, so any assistance with those uh, two problems would be greatly appreciated. I'm speaking for myself. January, you got anything to add to the list?
3: I think just like a good rest to reset ourselves.
1: Question
0: about Echo. What is that in-universe? Like, what does that relate to? It is the twisting of the heart on your nature, both physical, mental, and spiritual. okay. It is the unmaking of reality of yourself.
1: I could use a sit-down just to realign myself, realign my chakras, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Fine enough. Um, we're not good with technology, so we can't really help you with your hammer.
2: I'm good with technology, though, so...
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're fine. It, it'll take us at least until moonrise before we do anything else. Oh, you have a moon down here? Well, Yes clear skies tonight you should be beautiful Hmm. you've never seen the purple moon no first time first time down this far we don't get many here they leave you to be i assume that you are attempting to fix your hammer. oh yeah okay i think you can fix your hammer and clear the fallout since you've got time to do it here
2: do i need to expend any parts
0: you do need to expend a resource if you want to do it
2: is a d4 resource okay
0: yeah, that's fine.
2: Um, my knobbly battery is consumed heroically in the effort. It just ran out of batteries mm-hmm. is actually what happened. It yeah. just had to...
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, it, the case broke, so like one of them like popped out when he like, hit the hammer so hard.
0: Mm-hmm. could find it.
2: Keep plastic.
0: Mm-hmm. Does anybody else want to see about trying to do anything? I got two questions. First, how
1: do I get rid of this echo stress? Same. Second, have... I reached a landmark on tier
0: three? You have. <gasps> what is that? You did actually technically as soon as you got to the briar. What does that mean? Because that means I have... It means you've completed a beat, which means you could choose another minor. Oh, okay. Then how about that echo stress? Mm-hmm. The echo stress, because you've reached the hut, is now gone. Oh, damn. All right. The Or not the echo stress, but the echo fallout you had. The sirens call. Oh, love it. And then what? the only way to remove the other stresses is to like try to use abilities to try to take care of yourself. Sometimes somebody can offer a service to help. Maybe the blood witches will help you if you want to get help bringing your echo under control. You could probably trade them a resource to reduce stress. Otherwise, I would have to go to a which called a haunt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Effectively, this is a this is a haunt oh, this inside is a haunt. of the briar. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're offering the service. Gotcha. And the same thing for January. Like, if you want to consume a resource, like, especially if it's an occult resource, they would happily take that and reduce your stress by whatever that die roll is.
3: Let's do that. I got those occult resources back when we robbed that
0: dude. Mm Mm-hmm. So that would be a D6, I think?
3: Yeah. I got a two. Fuck me.
0: Okay. Well, that reduces your echo stress by two.
3: We oh, seven. Yeah.
0: <laughs> sure enough, moonrise comes. One of the things you notice is that these witches seem to keep these like weird little, like they're like half stick bug, but they're like the size of a house cat, and they're kind of fuzzy. So they seem to be taking care of those back and forth. Guttlebutt has tried to eat a couple of them and has been repelled by the witches. You haven't created a huge incident yet. But the one thing I will say while this is all going on, Cal, you notice that those creatures look really delicious.
3: You want to eat my scuttlebutt?
0: No, not scuttlebutt. The witches' weird stick bug creatures.
2: Do they seem to be pets?
0: Yeah. eat them.
2: Eat them right now. Uh, excuse me. I, I cannot help but notice your stick bugs there, and I was wondering if there are any unclean stick bugs in the vicinity.
0: Of course not. There, there are little favorites. Anytime we find some, we bring them in and adopt them, or see them off to happy homes. And she reaches down this blob, which you are talking to, who introduces herself as Akka and she scratches the bottom of this thing's mandibles. And it kind of makes a little purring noise.
2: What if I were to want one for myself as a pet, as a uh, companion for a indeterminate narration?
0: The rest of its life, presumably. Give me a compel with either wild or occult.
2: I ain't got none of that. <laughs> but is Papa Slax helping me?
0: Can I help? <laughs> if Papa Slax is going to try, how is Papa Slax going to help?
2: For the rest of its life, presumably, it was pretty funny. Oh, but you don't have Compelled, do you?
1: <laughs> no, but I do have a cult in Wild. Mm-hmm. I think Slax is helping by releasing like three or four bees that kind of like buzz around just enough to distract the witches from really focusing on uh, mm-hmm.
0: the line of questioning. Okay, so you'll have an extra die. Once again, you guys will share stress if Cal fails, but... Is it only if she fails or if she takes stress in any way? If you take stress at all, yeah.
2: Six. Bad news.
0: Okay. So with a six, you succeed at a cost of stress. So Stace, roll me a D6. Oh,
3: Oh, no. Three.
0: Okay. So you're both going to take three fortune stress unless you've got resistances. No. Okay. So where does everybody put that? Three. Okay. So Stace, you're okay for fallout. Samson, you're okay for fallout. She looks at you and says, yeah, I suppose. I mean, there are a few that are relatively new. And she says, just a second. And she goes over into this other hut. And then she opens it. You can see that there's like a little gate. Like these are clearly like a nursery for these little critters. And she brings out a small one and holds it up to you. And it makes a little like. Sound and like hops on you and bounces around your shoulders. Like, oh, it likes you.
2: Oh, that's great. You know, that'll really make things easier as our journey
0: matures. Mm-hmm. It's nuzzling the side of your face happily.
2: Cal's trying to smile, but just has an absolute like grimace. She looks like almost ill.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's time for the ceremony. We might as well gather. And so they lead you to the center of this courtyard. And you notice there are two stakes in the ground with chain leading off of them. And they say, okay, as agreed, we will get the item your employers are asking for. Yora, you're the younger, please step forward. And this young blood witch approaches. She looks like she might have been elfer at some point, like high elf, but she has those black veins all through, and she steps up and she holds out her arms and the other blood witches manacle them to those chains. Cabal opens up the lock, just twists the tendons, and then the lock pops open. She opens the top of it, sets it down and reaches in, and she pulls out what looks to be the head of... Presumably an alpha because the hair is a different color than the skin. Except that that head, the bottom of it is dripping this congealed blood, and the mouth is moving as its eyes look wildly back and forth, and it moves its mouth going <laughs> trying to talk but unable to.
1: Is that head somebody um, Papaslax would recognize or not at all?
0: Nope. All right. Yeah, it isn't somebody you recognize, thankfully. And they bring it over to your the Younger, who looks up and then opens her mouth wide. And one of the other blood witches reaches over, tugs her three fingers into her mouth, and stretches out her jaw until it's almost like opening like two feet wide. And they slowly push the head into her mouth and then push her jaw back. And she begins to writhe, and shriek. And the other blood witches reach up and they undo the front of her shirt and they reach out with a knife and they cut open her abdomen and reach in and seem to be cutting around and they pull out an organ that looks like a liver except that it has 12 skittering legs. Ooh. And they put it back in that box, shut it, put a lock on, and twist a new tendon around it. And you can see... You are the younger kind of like bucking against her chains, and Kabalagoth walks over, hands you the sealed box, and says, You better get going, the chains won't hold her for long.
3: Oh,
1: alright. Uh thank you.
3: That's what was in the box?
0: We're we're way off. Way
1: off.
2: Yeah. You know what? Let's discuss this on the road. Thank you so much for your hospitality.
0: Your face is starting to elongate and twist and there are these, like, weird, like, lights starting to shine around her as her arms begin to elongate. And Tabogat said, yeah, I'd keep going. Um, you know, once you get it, that should be fine. But uh, she's going to want it back until it grows back. Dear God.
2: Are okay. we getting paid for this? Oh,
0: I, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you were the one paying attention to the negotiations,
1: are
2: we? <laughs> we just want it in the box. This is while on the run.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) Running and talking. (laughs) Yeah. So, because you guys specified you weren't participating in the ritual, sadly, I cannot give Alex the beat of conducting a ritual in a a place uh, tier two or lower. That's fine. But you guys are running. How would you like to run? Where are you going? Are you going back the way you came? Are you following something different?
2: The way we came? You know, January, what if we just headed straight to Terminus?
3: We can do that, there's a shortcut.
0: And because that's that's a shortcut. Yeah. That's what the skeleton gives you for helping them out. Uh, shortcut. is that is that gonna be safe? That's not gonna
1: doesn't really collapse on us, that Vermisian gobbledygook, does it? It's not gonna eat us mm. or destroy our body.
2: No, I cannot guarantee I cannot guarantee that, and you know it. But this compass points straight there. How fast
1: do you think that blood witch would be if she got loose?
2: Oh, super fat are you kidding?
1: All right, let's take the fucking...
2: Have you even been down here before?
1: No. No, I haven't. This is as far as I've ever
0: been. It's fantastic. Except for this part where we might die.
2: I like your optimistic take.
0: Okay. So you guys are heading in the direction of the yes. compass. Yes. Okay. So give me a delve oh, plus a cult.
2: I have
3: delve.
0: Somebody with what cult yes. can help. Yes, and share potential yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, Stace, you got three die. Zero.
3: Hell yeah!
0: Nice. Okay, so you are definitely going to succeed. You guys make it all the way to this place where the forest seems to lead to, like, a cave entrance, except there's this cave entrance, but then as you get closer, you can see sort of rectangular architecture, like forming a entryway, and the symbol of the Vermisian at the top. And it's about that time that you hear you're the younger howling from somewhere behind you. Oh, fuck. Do we just walk in, Cal? What do we do?
2: Oh, yeah. In In we go. Yeah, in.
0: Okay. So as soon as you step in, you feel like the world twisting around you. And then you are standing in this station that has more tracks leading into it than you can count. And Cal, you would recognize that some of those railings are from different eras of design like stuff that doesn't even gel with when the vermissian was even attempted nice but you're there you can hear that howling still coming from the path that you came but you are definitely in terminus there are a number of doors here
2: um would like to attempt to determine the fastest route back to Grin station
0: okay There is a transit map (laughs) on the side. Oh, here you go, January. Exactly what you were looking for. Mm -hmm. The map seems to list where the line that would get the green station, what tracks it would be on.
3: This is perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Scuttlebutt, let's go.
0: Scuttlebutt is cruising along. There are no trains here, but there are the tracks. Just a nice, healthy
1: jog. Mm Mm-hmm. Dodging the third rail.
3: Yep. A knoll, and their what's it
2: called?
1: Okay.
0: okay, so that's what you guys are doing?
2: I mean, we could just wait for the train.
0: Is is the train coming? Do they ever come? Oh, I, you,
2: you never really know.
1: How getting closer?
2: Are, are trains real? All right, we run then.
0: <laughs> this is your domain, Cal. Do you think we should wait or...
2: Is there any indication, Daniel, whether Cal should wait or not? Evens or odds? Evens.
0: There is a screeching sound on the rails coming from one of the other lines.
2: Oh, yeah, let's just hop on this, and then at the next station, maybe we can catch a transfer, and then we can head on
1: over. Mm-hmm. All right. As long as it happens before, uh, you, you know, Yulanda, your you're mono out of the Blood Witch, gets here.
2: Uh, why don't you just get on before the doors close, Pop Slacks?
1: Is the train here? I thought it was
0: still in it. As she says that, this... Structure moves in that's almost translucent. Like You guys recognize it as sort of like something vehicle-like, but it is almost mostly see-through, and there's no sign of anybody on board. But it comes to a stop.
1: Poppyslacks crosses that yellow line that you're not supposed to cross, and just, like,
0: <laughs> tries to pull the door open and get on. Oh, no. The door opens. It gets on. Okay, you step on. One of the odd things is that as you step on the floor... Whenever you move your foot, it's like it pulls up, like, pathy a little bit, but you still break the connection as you step forward. Like, the whole place is almost, like, sticky.
1: (laughs) Ew. So
0: gross. (laughs) So you guys are boarding?
3: Yep. All aboard. Yep.
0: Okay. You board. The train first starts to move, just as you see this horrific creature burst forth into Terminus. It has... You're not sure how many legs... It's definitely Jorah the Younger, but she is elongated with all these like strange insectoid legs, except there's more of them than you can count. And her face, it's her, but twisted in strange ways. The features seem to shift and move. There's nothing except rage that's apparent. And she begins skittering down the line after you guys as the train pulls away. And as the train is moving... There is a thudding sound as she hits the back of it. And you can hear her scuttling along the roof. And it's see-through. And now you can see her. And you can see her claw digging into the ceiling. And you can see just the beginning of the first one starting to cut through. What do you guys want to do?
3: Blunderbuss to the roof.
0: Okay. That'll be a kill plus a cult.
3: I got a 10.
0: Okay. So... That's a D4. So, well, it's actually a D6. Your size goes up. So it's a 10.
3: That's a four.
0: Okay. So you hit her in the face and there is a shriek and she kind of slips backward on the train. So you guys can hear the train approaching. You know that it's going to reach this next station. And as it pulls in, you can see a door on the other side that's labeled Rin Station.
2: All right, we're gonna run as soon as these doors open.
0: Good to me. The vehicle comes to a stop, and then there's this, like, you can hear her howling down the tunnel, and you hear this, like, voiceover on the intercom say, please wait for doors to open completely before exiting. <laughs> please wait, please wait, and then the doors open. Yow. We're through. Completely
2: disregarding.
0: Okay. <laughs> so yeah so your little stick bug is holding on for dear life as you run and scuttlebutts is chasing along beside you and i need one of you to lead a role that will be evade plus technology
2: i can lead with technology good
0: good okay six okay so you succeed but you'll take stress so roll me a d6 two okay so you guys are running, you're kind of providing the protective rear, and she swings to slam against your armor. That's two to blood, but I believe you're protected that from that. That is correct. Okay, cool. So you guys get through this door, and you arrive when what is clearly Rim Station, like the actual station part for this area. What do you guys want to do?
2: Hand off this box as quickly as possible.
0: Yep. Yep.
2: Ding
3: dong, ditch it.
0: Okay. So you guys run from the station and to the like the little ramshackle store that that monk had set up in. And you show up panting, handing the box over to him. He's like, you're sure that you got it exchanged correctly.
2: Oh, yeah. And also its owner is on their way.
0: Oh, that's to be expected. You could have mentioned that in the went during negotiations. You should have mentioned that. Oh, well, I, I wouldn't worry about it. I mean, you got the job done anyway, didn't you? Here, your payment as discussed. And they have for each of you, so for Cal, they have a, this is a full-on piece of train engine that they've scavenged, like a chunk of it. So it's worth D6 technology. And then they have a small, like sort of enchanted stone. For January, it is a D8 occult. Oh, yeah. And then what looks to be the remnant of a metal hive for Papa Slacks. And they say, you've done well. You've gone down the heart. You delivered to the witches. You brought this back. Uh, Things are going to be great. But you do hear in the distance that one howl running down through Grin Station. But that's a problem for the Mm -hmm. (laughs) moon. Why don't you guys give me final scenes? We
1: don't have a headquarters, we're basically just like staying at an inn indefinitely. Is that kind of where we're staying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Late into that night, Papa Slax is sitting on his bed, probably with a little like hand light, looking at a book of notes and theories. And in front of him, next to the book, is this glass jar with a Heart's Bloom Rose in it. It is brown and desiccated except for along the edges there's this glittering gold and as he's flipping through these notes that he's written he's muttering to himself kind of all over the place about a uh, a field of golden heart's bloom with roses hmm. and then says more uh, clearly next time next time i'll find the trail to it next time
0: and that's it okay cool how about january
3: i think you know jerry's just teaching her scavenging lessons to her strange son scuttlebutt you know Mm-hmm. talking about you know if it's brown wash it down if it's me- yellow let it mellow <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: and that's all yeah. those
3: life lessons that you learn
0: and scuttlebutt does bring you some questionable looking half corpses of its kills every once in a while that's probably best not to think about what they're doing
3: I mean as long as they're not rotting she, she's like yes this works mm-hmm. she tries to push it on papa slacks too yeah
0: <laughs> and how about cal
2: cal finds some way at least in the short term to fire up the old train engine and once it gets nice and hot takes spine bug out back kills it with as much mercy as possible roasts it atop the train engine and eats it
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. your hunger is sated and that fallout was gone and that's it for Cal
2: oh yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: okay so yeah you guys complete everything and you have all these final moments and there's a moment where we cut back to the monks and the blood witch arrives and they look at her and say this was traded to us honestly and she reaches out and grabs at her strange mouth, pulls it wide, and spits blood at the monks. And they all start screaming and falling to the ground and writhing. And she goes over and opens up the box and looks inside in that skittering multi-legged liver. And she lifts it up, opens her mouth wide, and just swallows it. Then she leans down towards one of the screaming monks and said where did they go the ones that carried this and that's where we'll end this one oh, they do. man these monks suck yeah they do <laughs> so stace something about this episode
2: i mean I, I have to say that i really liked the skellies as like a mm-hmm. whole encounter from beginning to end i thought you played mm-hmm. them really well
0: yeah i like the skellies too They're not normally supposed to be there, but I saw them somewhere else in the book. I'm like, oh, they're coming. with. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. Well, we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you would really dig. This week it is my turn, and I am going to cheat and recommend you play Heart. Wow. Because, yeah, because we just did it, and it's, I really love this world. Like, It was my first time running it as a GM. I have no idea what the player experience was like for you guys. But I really love just like how fucking bananas this world is and how many like weird twists and turns. And like, it gets even weirder than what I did here because there was only so much I could do in a one shot. I enjoyed it. I like that there's a
1: whole class that's just, hey, you're full of bees. Do that. Yeah. That was fun.
0: That was fun for me. I really like how weird it is and how the classes and i like how in the grand campaign like the calling is sort of thematic about why you do what you do and how the beats you use the beats to advance i don't know i really dig the setting mm-hmm. i also like that there's the potential for more varied types of antagonists whereas in spire that's like ultimately the high l so you're going to be your antagonist every time at some level right yeah. anyway so you guys should play heart it is weird and messed up. No GM will probably run Heart the same way. The setting is different for every ones that run it. And I'll also say this in the advice on running Heart in the GM section of this book has some of the most wonderful, like general advice for how to run a game that I've ever like seen so succinctly written out. It's like a really good page that's just like, very good practices as a GM, so I, I really dig that. Plus, the art is beautiful. If people wanted to reach out to us to tell us what they think about Heart or the other resistance system games like Spire or whatever, or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson?
1: Well, they can do that at our socials, which they can find at explorerswanted.fm. For example, on Twitter, we are at ExplorersWanted. And on Instagram and Facebook, we are at Podcast. Or if they want to talk to us more directly, we have a great Discord community, which you can find at ExplorersWanted.fm slash Discord. Oh, we also have a Patreon. If you have loose change and it's within your means, you can give us money at Patreon.com slash ExplorersWanted. Or you can support us through our dice affiliate code at DieHardDice, explore, question mark. It's an exclamation
0: mark, not a question mark.
1: Exclamation mark. Explore? Exclamation mark.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. Honestly the best thing you could do for us is to tell a friend about why you like the show, why they should listen to it. The second best thing you could do is to leave us a five star written review on a podcast directory, like Apple Podcasts. They make a huge difference. We would love to see more of them. If you didn't like the podcast, or if you just thought it was meh. Well, there are two beasts inside of you warring for dominion of your body, your life, and your fate. But despite comforting tales that the victor will be the one that you feed. Understand that both will eat whatever they find, tearing and chewing, and shitting out a dark, tarry mass that will sprout the first tendrils that work their way through your veins, creating a network of darkness within you. And when those tendrils finally pierce through your aching flesh into the light, everything will change. You will find yourself in a red, wet heaven, but that will only be a moment of peace. You see, they save the worst part for the end. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K.
2: You find me on Twitter
3: at Stace
1: Windu.
0: You can find me going to the communists at Slamp Potato.
3: Wait, I thought communism was a red herring at Realty Unicorn on Twitter and (laughs) Tea with Unicorn on Twitch.
0: (laughs) Okay, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this, and bye! Bye.